are you going to let your parents know that you listen to the evil rock music? You're an American teenager, for God's sake. Welcome to Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. Episode 1, The Pilot, Getting Started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about this podcast and what it's all about. We'll be discussing some Gilmoreisms and subtle references from Season 1, Episode 1. We'll hear from Gilmore novice and filmmaker Corey Sheldon on his initial impressions of the Gilmores. And finally, I'll reveal what's spinning in Stars Hollow this week. All this and more on today's episode, so pour yourself some coffee, it's time for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. You're probably wondering, who is this Melissa girl and where does she get all of her information? Simple answer, the internet. Long answer, hours and hours of time, pretty much wasted, learning about a lot of different things that probably won't really do anything for me unless I end up on a game show one day. But hey, I started this podcast so I could share that useless information with you. If you are obsessed with Gilmore Girls, the show is definitely for you. If you like music or theater or jingles on commercials, this show is probably going to be for you also. I'm going to dive in pretty deep into uh, all of the music references on Gilmore Girls, all the different performances on Gilmore Girls, and all of the backgrounds of the different actors who appear on the show. Um, I'm going to go episode by episode. I'm going to have guests talking about different things that they are experts in, and even some recommendations on other music you might like based on music that was on the show. So, all that being said, how did this all begin? Where did I come from? Why did I decide to do a podcast about the soundtrack of my favorite TV show? I think it all starts with my parents. My dad was really into music when I was growing up, and when we would go on trips together as a family in the car, he would play this game where we would have to, as quickly as possible, determine who the artist of any given song on the radio was, as well as the title of the song and any other information that we could possibly think of. My dad obviously won this game most of the time when I was a kid, but recently I feel like I've gotten much better, especially at more recent music, more popular music. Um, But as a kid, I didn't really have a lot of emotional recollection of songs from the 70s and before, so my dad had a little bit of an advantage in that regard. Then in middle school, I started watching TV with my mom pretty regularly. We tried a lot of different shows. There were some shows that we'd watch for a couple seasons, but nothing was as significant as Gilmore Girls. We were obsessed. Every single Thursday, we would be together watching the show. So it's a show? It's a lifestyle. It's a religion. Even when I went off to college, we would get together almost every week to watch it during the season. Um, My mom would come to my dorm sometimes or my apartment later on when I was in college, um, and we'd watch it with my college roommate. It was really, really fun and a really big part of my growing up being able to watch this show about a mother and daughter with the mother growing up and going off to college as part of the plot alongside my mom. 
And speaking of moms, Mother's Day is this weekend, and it might be a little bit too late, but if you're looking to get something for your mom, make sure you check out my show notes for some ideas, including vintage-inspired travel posters for the town of Stars Hollow from Window Shop Girl, who also has an excellent blog called Finding Stars Hollow, where she's been searching for her own real-life Stars Hollow. Okay, so time to get down to the music. We've got a lot to get through for the pilot, so let's get started. Um, The opening song that we see Lauren Graham walking across town to is a song called There She Goes by The Laws. Which you might know as a cover by a band called Sixpence None the Richer, which reached number 13 in the U.S. charts just a year before the pilot of Gilmore Girls aired. The next two soundtrack moments are actually within the dialogue of the script. So we have Lauren Graham's character, Lorelai, as we find out, hold up a CD that she finds in her wallet that Rory's been desperately searching for. It's a Macy Gray CD, and the CD that she actually holds is the correct album. And then we have a scene when Lorelai is going up to the counter to get a cup of coffee for Rory after she's already gotten one for herself. And Luke gives her a look, and she says, It's not for me, it's for Rory, I swear. You're shameless. Look, Officer Krupke, she's right at that table, right over there. Which is a reference to West Side Story. the station house, you punk! Dear kindly Sergeant Krupke, you gotta understand, it's just our bringing up key that gets us out of hand. Our next reference comes in the form of Rory talking to Lane um, while she's changing into a Woodstock 99 t-shirt questioning when she's going to let her parents know that she listens to the evil rock music, which you heard in the introduction of my show today. Lane laments that her parents still get upset about the obscene portion size of American food and that she doesn't think she's going to make any progress telling them about Eminem. I repeat, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Later on in the episode, we see Lorelai hand Rory a paper bag with a plaid skirt in it. Rory exclaims, I'm going to be in a Britney Spears video, but then is even more excited when she finds out that she got into a really prestigious private school called Chilton. The Britney Spears music video in question is, of course, Next up on the soundtrack, we get our first taste of an actual song from the woman who provides us with the la-la-las throughout the sequence of the show. It's a Sam Phillips song, and it's called Where the Colors Don't Go. Phillips has songs throughout the series, including all of those interludes that we talked about earlier, the la-la-las, um, that are a big part of the feel of the show. Um, fun fact, Sam Phillips is not related to the town troubadour, Grant Lee Phillips, but he is a very big fan. Next up, we see Lane riding on a hayride with a future proctologist as a George Strait song plays. Now, a 
while this type of music is much less common on Gilmore Girls, we do see themes of this throughout the show. From times like this, where Lane's parents are imposing their views on her, or through uh, performances at Miss Patty's, we'll see several instances of this throughout the show as different characters are developed and have more of a voice. This song by Macy Gray, I Try, appears right after a fight that we see Lorelai and Rory have about whether Rory is going to attend Chilton or not. This song comes from the same album that was held up in Luke's very early in the same episode, and Rory starts playing it after Lorelai storms out and Lorelai goes into the living room and plays the exact same song, which makes me wonder if Lorelai had her own copy of the CD, why was she stealing Rory's? So tell me about the guy. Check, please. No, really. Are you embarrassed I'm not embarrassed. Does he talk at all? Because it's okay. No, Mom, he's a mind. We try to be song on the pilot is a cover of a classic Anita Bryant song in My Little Corner of the World performed by Kit Pongetti. Um, For the life of me, I could not find a recording of this song anywhere except for on this episode. So um, that's why I'm playing you the audio from the actual show itself. However, a CD soundtrack of the show was released called Our Little Corner of the World, which featured a cover of the song by Yola Tango. You can find where to order that CD in the show notes as well. I recently had the pleasure to sit down and talk about Gilmore Girls with filmmaker and first-time Gilmore watcher Corey Sheldon. I think even before getting into the music, I think one thing from kind of a, a phonic sort of perspective of the show, I think it's it's interesting the density of dialogue in the show. I mean, there's just a lot of talking in the show. And I think it actually ends up developing this sort of fast beat rhythm to it. It almost has this sort of jazzy cadence to it, I find, because there's so much talking and it overlays each other and then kind of go back and forth and within that they're able to throw in a lot of references really quickly and some you may miss which is why I think it's interesting doing a podcast like this I think there's a lot of shows where maybe talking about just the music of a show may not be able to be a topic you could get so deep into and could be so comprehensive and dynamic but I feel it makes sense with the show because there's so many references and there's so much music and it's quite eclectic I mean it's really kind of an interesting mix and in seeing how it all wraps together If you go online and you read the unaired pilot transcript, the initial shot of the house, the Gilmore house in Stars Hollow where Lorelai and Rory live, it describes the home in very particular detail, including that Keely Smith should be pouring out of the open window so you could hear it from the yard. magic has me in its spell Oh, black magic that you weave so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine Same old 
know that I feel inside. And then that elevator um, There are a few very small references to Keeley Smith, but the fact that that was written into the pilot was interesting to me because I think that you hit on a really important point that even the dialogue in the show, it picks up the pace like really quickly. It's kind of slow at the beginning. And as you've seen, even in episode four, it gets very fast, very quickly. And different characters have different rhythms, but then they play together really well, just like in a jazz quartet. And they play off of each other. And they sometimes will change each other's rhythm. I don't know if I've ever really thought about the dialogue like jazz. Yeah, it's interesting because I find the dialogue, it, it rides this interesting line, as does jazz, I find, where it feels as naturalistic as it is rehearsed. But then it goes so fast, you don't really have time to overanalyze it. And, you know, it it's almost seems surreal or kind of stylized in how quickly they talk. But then I think their conversations and the issues they get into makes it seem sort of naturalistic, which I find jazz is kind of like that. You know, there's you can rehearse it, but then you also feel it out in a way that's a little different from from totally improvised music to something that's you know really structured and really rigid and it's very consistent throughout the show and it's uh yeah i I think i felt it was going to be a show that seemed a little hammy that seemed a little hallmarky if we will but uh and it is a little bit i mean i think i i would say it it definitely pushes into that realm a little bit but it does it so well and with so much kind of uh kind of fast-paced panache like they just handle it so well i think they made a show like that but they do it with such speed and so it and like yeah so much rhythm i mean you just kind of it's this dance of wit and feels and all that stuff and it is it's fun it's fun to watch and they do really a job of it really it's experiencing the show is really what it's about and kind of how things end up i don't feel a lot of suspense in the show so much as i feel like i'm enjoying the dance of what goes on in the interactions of the characters and the music is, is a great component that mixes in with all of that. Well, we finally reached the final segment of my first episode. This segment is called Spinning in Stars Hollow, where I give you some recommendations for other music that you might enjoy based on some songs that appeared on this episode. You'll always be able to find the playlist of this on my show notes and also places where you can buy full albums of the artists that I recommend. First up, we have Supergrass and the song All Right. Supergrass was an English rock band formed in 1993. Their influences span many genres, including the jam, madness, the kinks, Elton John, and the Beatles. They disbanded in 2010, but their music is still found throughout pop culture, being used in films, television, and even serial commercials. Next up is a very popular song from singer-songwriter Amy Mann. in 1982, Amy Mann has primarily released solo albums. This song, Save Me, comes from the original material Mann contributed to the Paul Thomas Anderson film Magnolia. 
The song earned both Academy Award and Grammy nominations in 2001. After losing the Academy Award to You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan, Mann famously dedicates this song to Phil Collins, although she is always joking. Later, she lost the Grammy for Best Pop Female Vocal to Macy Gray for I Try, which, if you ask me, could have easily gone to Mann. If only Lorelai would have listened to this song while Rory listened to Macy Gray, we'd have so much more to discuss, like how Gilmore Girls foretold the 2001 Grammys. But alas, that didn't happen. Speaking of Macy Gray... If you're a big fan, this next song might be right up your alley. It's a song called By Your Side by the famed Sade. Sade is an English singer-songwriter, composer, and record producer. She first gained widespread attention for her performances of the song Smooth Operator. The album on which this single appears, Lovers Rock, earned Sade a 2002 Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album. But much like Amy Mann, this song lost to Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. If you ask me, it's better that she won for the album. The whole thing is fantastic. Being a huge fan of Sam Phillips and her style of songwriting, there are several songs on the Spinning and Stars Hollow playlist this week that are mostly because of her influence. The next one is from an artist named Michael Penn, who you may or may not know is actually married to Amy Mann, who I already had listed on this playlist. His song, Try. The music video for this song was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson using the crew and certain cast members from Boogie Nights while the movie was in its editing process. The whole music video is one single shot with no cuts. This is a trademark of Anderson's which he uses in almost every single one of his films. It features Philip Seymour Hoffman and Thomas Jane and Melora Walters and various other cast members from Boogie Nights. You can see the entire music video in the show notes. This next song comes to us from another singer-songwriter who came to popularity in the 90s. Here's Beth Orton with Stolen Car. Orton is known for her folktronica sound. Her songs have appeared in many films and television shows, including Vanilla Sky, Felicity, and Dawson's Creek. This song features an uncredited Ben Harper on slide guitar. You walked into my 
my house last night I couldn't help but notice A light that was long gone Still burning strong You were sitting Your fingers like fuses Your eyes were cinnamon You said you'd stand Forever long abuse I was ever the last song we'll feature today comes from singer Keely Smith. Her voice is amazing and she's often overlooked. But as you'll see, this song is a tribute to her true talent. Kiss me once and kiss me twice and kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Keely Smith is an American jazz and pop singer who collaborated with big names like Frank Sinatra and Louis Prima. She enjoyed great popularity in the 50s and 60s. The song you heard during the earlier interview with Corey Sheldon was the top 20 hit from 1958, That Old Black Magic, which won Smith and Prima the very first Grammy for Best Performance by a Vocal Group or Chorus. You can find that song along with this beautiful rendition of the standard It's Been a Long, Long Time on the Spinning in Stars Hollow playlist in the show notes. Twice and kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Kiss me once, kiss me twice, kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Haven't felt this, my dear. Can't remember when. It's been a long. Well, that's it for today. But before I go, I would like to make a special thank you to Scott Holmes, who composed the opening music that you heard on this show and for allowing me to use it. You'll find a link for his page as well in my show notes. And thank you to you, my listener, for being here with me today, and I hope to see you next time on Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. Thanks. Yeah.